Welcome back, everyone. That there is my favorite sound. It is my stovetop coffee maker telling me that it's time for another episode of The Octopus Wars. Sit back, relax, have a cup of espresso or maybe of Malbec and enjoy the next part of our venture into the world of The Octopus Wars. After the conclusion of The Shallow Breather, I received so many emails with questions about that tale. Perhaps the main question was, why did Lucio never show up to the cemetery to meet Don Boca, his father? Hi Ezekiel, this is Liz from Chicago, and I'm really enjoying your podcast. Thank you so much for doing it. And I do have a question. I wondered why did Lucio never show up to meet his father at the cemetery? Thanks so much. Liz, thank you so much for your question and for being a listener of The Octopus Wars. This is the question. Why was Don Poca left at the cemetery, stranded? Fortunately, Doña Aurelia found some texts in the archives that provide an explanation as to why Lucio never showed up. Interestingly, the texts are associated not with the shallow breather, but with episode one, Dr. DeVartolo. So our last episode and our first episode are related. Doña Aurelia clarified that Lucio never showed up because he did not want to be late to see Dr. DeVartolo. Cafes Laguna told Lucio, we have to hurry to go see Dr. DeVartolo, who will cure you of your curse. Also, it turns out that Lucio had a minor curse that did not require, according to El Brujo Madridi, the witch Madridi, a curse which did not require the oven knob and the other items that Don Boca brought from Lucio's grandmother's house. So Don Boca had a box full of oven knob and other things from Lucio's childhood, which would have been necessary to treat a more serious curse. But he had a mild curse, Lucio, and so these items were not needed. I would like to thank Doña Aurelia for this very diligent research. I will now read the text that she found. Catface Laguna at the restaurant said to Lucho, The doctor doesn't appreciate tardiness. Did you bring the materials he requested? I got the crate of wines, the panettone, and the can of dulce de membrillo, said Lucho, but I don't have at hand the objects he requested from my childhood. Those things that make me happy, like my grandmother's stove knobs. Where are they? asked Catface Laguna. My father got them from my grandmother's. He's now waiting for us at the cemetery, right near the doctor's house. Well, I don't think we'll have time to pick them up, said Catface Laguna. We'll have to do without them so that we don't miss the appointment. Not missing the appointment is more important. I had to lie through my nose to get us this meeting with Dr. DeVartolo. I heard that the doctor never reschedules a missed appointment. So that is the first bit of evidence for the account provided by Doña Aurelia. And it's further corroborated 
by a text obtained by Doña Fina, and this text um, corroborates that the Bruja Madridi uh, thought that the curse was uh, so mild that the items that Don Boca patiently brought to the cemetery were not needed. And I will read uh, this text, and I thank uh, Doña Fina. Dr. De Bartolo states, Early this morning, I telephoned the Brujo Madridi. He said that it being such a mild curse, he could cure you remotely. That is, we could be here, sitting in this office within these walls, and he could be in his home up in the mountains. But he can still cure you, as if he were here. For this, Madridi requested only the wines, the panettone, and the can of Dulce de Membricio. We requested the childhood objects as a precaution, but it seems that they won't be necessary. You see, things like the oven knobs are for more serious cases. The curse should be lifted at midnight, which is 30 minutes away, but to see that the cure works, we must first test a few things. Regarding the oven knobs, there is the text in which Don Boca impatiently looks into Lucho's box and pulls out what appears to be the old oven knob. Don Boca says, Who would ever need this? He asked, holding the brass knob up in the air. The box is full of useless knickknacks, he concluded. So Don Boca did not know that these items were for Dr. De Vartolo and El Brujo Madridi to treat the curse. Well, I hope that we answered that first question about why Lucho never showed up to the cemetery and why Don Boca was left there stranded. The second question that I received from many listeners was, well, why was Lucho cursed? And we learned that Lucho was cursed in episode one, Dr. DeVartolo. Well, thanks to Doña Fina, we have here a statement by Augustine something that was said by Augustine to Don Boca. Doña Fina found this text hidden in the archives. Let me read to you what Augustine said. In my experience, I have seen that just one encounter with a single evil thing, one that happened to be lurking in some corner or forgotten cave, can curse and bring down an entire good family. One evil eye is enough to start a series of unfortunate events. I have also seen that sometimes the evil eye will skip a generation, affecting only the children, the most vulnerable, of those who came close to evil. Don Boca, said Augustine to Don Boca, it is no secret that Lucho, your son, and that Pantera, Rocco Martin's son, have had a difficult journey in this life. Don Boca nodded. So here we learn that because of the expedition of the shallow breather submarine, Rocco Martin and Don Boca, although they were asleep, they were exposed to this dark, menacing thing. And because of that exposure, the curse was applied not to them, but to their children. As Augustine clarifies, sometimes the evil eye will skip a generation. 
So now we know why Lucho and Pantera, Rocco Martin's son, have had a difficult journey in their lives. Thanks to Dr. DeVartolo, Lucho was cured. The Shallow Breather introduces us to Augustine. Augustine, whose everyday speech sounded like verses from the Bible, was known for reminding people to visit graves, attend mass, and for thinking that everything, a change in the weather, a bird flying, or even a leaf falling, was some kind of sign from above. When Augustine was a child, he convinced his parents that they should have religious processions in the house at least once a week. The tale also introduces Dom Boca. According to the historical record, these are some of Dom Boca's famous sayings and statements. The secret to permanence is in transcendence. That is, not standing out too much. Victory in a football match can come down to just a few centimeters. Does the ball hit the post and bounce off the goal, or does it go in? You see, small things can lead to glory or tragedy. Life is that cruel. It is not that I am humble. It is that I have been humbled. If you walk like a worm, don't complain when someone steps on you. The player steps on the field, makes a handful of quick decisions, and before you know it, the game is over. Such is life as an adult. You make four, maybe five important decisions, and then the mold takes form and is shaped, and the die is cast. My back hurts because I carry with me so many memories. When it is Sunday late afternoon, notice that dogs bark differently. It is a lazier bark. Life is so cruel that, as one gets older, even the happy memories make one sad. But, sad are not those who lie dead in cold graves. Sad are those who walk among us, but with deadened souls. We're in for a real treat today. In the studio, we have the Argentine tango guitarist, Chanclo, who will be performing some of the songs that you heard throughout the episodes. Chanclo, would you please play the theme that we first heard in the episode, Last Voyage to Coronado? Será un placer. Thank you very much, Chanclo. And would you please play now uh, the piece that we heard 
for the first time in the shallow breather. Es un honor. Thank you very much. That was wonderful. Es un honor. In future episodes, we will be hearing more and more about the Brujo, the witch Madridi. But what do we know about him? El Brujo Madridi, which means the witch Madridi. In the dark mountains of the Andes lived the witch Isidro Madridi. He was responsible for overseeing most of the magical events of the province of Mendoza, wine country Argentina, during the 1940s. Most of his magic was quotidian, curing colds, indigestion, evil eye, and empacho. Learn more about the mysterious Madridi by listening to The Octopus Wars. I would like to thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, we devoted today's episode to answering questions about the shallow breather. But the next episode of The Octopus Wars will be another complete tale. As you're beginning to realize, a lot of the tales are interrelated as was the case with Dr. DeVartolo and the Shallow Breather. They are all from the same world, and they can't help but bump into each other. So I will see you all next time. Mm -hmm.